Welcome to Yahoo Finance's weekly podcast. I'm Jen Rogers, and I have Yahoo Finance reporter Julia LaRoche with us. So you're just back from Cambridge, Massachusetts. That's right. I took a one-day trip to Harvard, uh, a very rainy day at Harvard, to watch Mark Zuckerberg's commencement speech. So there are hundreds of commencement speeches going on this time of year, probably thousands, let's be honest. Why this one? Why are we all captivated so much by, by Mark Zuckerberg that you got to go on a five-hour train ride up and a five-hour train ride back on the same day? Look, Mark Zuckerberg, probably one of the more famous recent Harvard alums, actually never even graduated from Harvard. He did get an honorary degree at the commencement ceremony. And he's also just 11 years older than the graduates that he was speaking to. So I think so, there's a lot of curiosity around him. Everybody uses Facebook, and he's one of the most successful uh, entrepreneurs of our generation, the millennial generation. So let's talk about going to Cambridge. Had you ever been there before? I had stopped by briefly. I've been to an event at MIT, and I did stop by um, to visit the Harvard Yard. Um, I touched uh, the John Harvard statue's foot. Right. Um, it's all, it, it's been touched by a lot of what? people. What? Ha you, uh, you touch it, you it's supposed to be good luck. I think I'm not really sure what somehow <laughs> somehow yeah. It's a uh, it's a it's a good luck omen to do that. So you went up at your first Harvard graduation. What what is it like? Well, um, it's outdoors. There's no rain plan, that's for sure. So I thought this was going to be in a theater, an indoor theater. Boy, was I wrong. So. <laughs> It's actually kind of interesting. You see so many different alums from different classes. They line up on um, the yard and they have these banners with their class years. And I heard one be sh that was shouted out, 1936. So it goes um, back. Someone from 1942 was there. So it's really neat. There's a lot of pride uh, surrounding Harvard. And then they parade into the theater, this outdoor theater, to watch uh, the big speech, which is in the afternoon. And were the people you were talking to ahead of time excited to hear Zuckerberg? Like, did they show up for him or were they going to be there anyhow? I actually didn't get to talk to many folks before it started about Zuckerberg, but you could definitely sense um, people were eager to see him. I sat in the second row in the press section and there were people trying to get in the press section to watch him. So they were they were turned away um, because, again, those were photographers and reporters only. But people were definitely excited. So you had a good seat. I had a great seat, stage left, second row. But again, it was pouring rain. So. Yeah, so at the poncho, the poncho uh, look. Yes. What um, did you, did you have an umbrella? Like um, I had an umbrella, but they asked us to take our umbrellas down. Um, I grabbed two ponchos. I wrapped one around my waist. Oh, no, I grabbed three. Were they one free? One over my purse. Oh, yes, they're handing out ponchos. And now I understand why George W. Bush had a difficult time with the poncho at the inauguration. <laughs> people were trying to get them open. Other people were saying the same thing. Oh, I feel how, how W feels. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg was under a tent. He was. He did not get any any rain on him. Yes. I mean, I was watching it on the Yahoo Finance live stream, and I thought maybe he was a little nervous at the beginning. What was it like in the second row? Did you get any sense of that? I didn't necessarily sense nerves. I think that he came across um, kind of funny. He was he was t uh, sharing some jokes with the with the graduates at the beginning, um, talking a bit about his dating experience at Harvard and meeting Priscilla in the line for the bathroom and telling her, I'm going to get kicked out of school. And that was his way of uh, making sure he secured a date with her. And, and I'll point out, she also was in the audience and she had a poncho. She was not under the tent. 
Yeah, she uh, looked like she was getting dumped on at one point. I, I was thinking when I was watching it, like, really, she has to wear a poncho and sit there? But um, that's true love. She showed up and she stayed the entire time. And that's the thing. People filled up all of those seats. I was surprised. But again, they wanted to see him. So It really did touch on the love story part of it between them. I thought it was quite touching before we get to some of the harder-hitting facts of, of what he addressed, he talked about her in a way that I hadn't seen him talk about her before. Exactly. He talked about her as being the most important person in his life, the best thing that has ever happened to him. There were moments where he was tearing up, and you'd hear this audible, oh, from the audience, and people were really feeling that, that connection between them. What did people say about that? afterwards. Did you get to talk to anybody else? I mean, or is it just us two ladies that keyed into that love between them? Well, you know, I had this conversation with two um, Harvard alums, Demetrius Julius and Eugene Skaronsky and, um, and Dr. Julius's wife. And they were talking about that connection with Mark and with Priscilla and Dr. Julius's wife really emphasized that. She said, look how important his wife was to his success. He was really giving Priscilla a lot of credit um, in how he was able to go on and build Facebook. I have to give my wife credit. She said something which really subtly got everybody connected to Mark Cook. She said he, he loves his wife. Say, say what you said. Well, just that you could see the, her face and his face, and he was very emotional. You could tell the devotion that they have for each other and how she probably really helped him, you know, along in his pursuits. So both of uh, those guys are from the classes in the 60s. So some yes. of, you got to so, talk to some of the older I did. alums there, uh, but some young people as well. And did they think it was odd at all that he didn't graduate or ironic? Was any, did anyone think that it didn't make sense for him to come back not having graduated? Well, there was um, a psychology major that I spoke with, and she did point out that it was a bit ironic. Um, but again, people found him really relatable to the millennial generation. I mean, I actually didn't personally get that, but I mean, Zuckerberg is, you know, very influential, especially among our generation. He called himself a millennial a couple times, really putting himself into that generation. I mean, which he is a member of, but it is also... I think of him with, as the kid with the hoodie, and there he was, the kid with the suit. He's not in the poncho, in the rain. He's under the tent with the guys with the top hats there. Was there, because we felt a little bit of that back here in the studio watching it, a sense that this was in some way this uh, stump speech, like a political move at all? Well, there was definitely a lot of that um there was a strong opinion that, yes, this was a very, quote, presidential speech. Um, I spoke to an economics graduate, uh, Benjamin Pleat, and he described it again as very presidential. And I asked him, what was the thing that surprised you? I thought it was going to announce his presidential campaign, so that surprised me he didn't do that. Very presidential. It'll be running. I'd say 2024. He's got my vote. Was there anything that surprised you about what he said? You know, he gave some shout-outs, which was surprising, and people weren't necessarily expecting that. He gave a shout-out to one student in particular. Um, her name is Agnes Igoya, and she graduated with a master's degree in public administration. And Zuckerberg acknowledged her for her work countering human trafficking, and that was a really powerful moment, and she described that as really special. 
that was really special. I mean, you, you never expect anything, uh, but when a speaker like Mark, you know, speaks and shouts out your name, uh, I mean, that's an honor. I'll also point out that she also got to meet with him uh, two days before the graduation ceremony, and there are some things that surprised her about him, and one was the way he dressed. When you meet him, it doesn't feel like you're meeting somebody so rich or so important. It doesn't, it doesn't even come up, because even the way he dresses, <laughs> he came in a t-shirt, and I was overdressed. <laughs> it was me who was overdressed. <laughs> Did she, what was she wearing at the time? Oh, I didn't ask her what she was wearing, but... <laughs> Ball gown? No, just uh, she felt overdressed compared to him. So there were a couple people that he talked about from the stage besides his wife, and, and you mentioned Agnes, but there was one person that he couldn't name by name that he got all teared up about at the end, and I felt that that was a really emotional moment having to do with the, some of the volunteer work that he'd right. done. And that, again, came to this sort of, like presidential moment, you know, sort of setting the the history, his story also of, of finding his purpose. Did he talk it all in a way that made you feel like he definitely wants to run for office or did he not seem like a, a political candidate up there? Well, it definitely felt like he was laying the groundwork for that possibility. You got to start somewhere in politics, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, for a young guy like that, I, I thought it was pretty amazing. You know, some people thought, yes, Zuckerberg 2024, that's like a no-brainer. But other people thought, you know, yeah, he's an icon for the millennial generation. He's young. He's definitely proven himself. He's continuing to do that. So perhaps at some point that might be in the cards for him. But then again, some people say, wait a second, you have to start small. You can't just jump to a presidential election. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's laying the groundwork for something. Do we think that this was an easy yes for him? Like Harvard calls and says, do you want to do this speech? And he says yes right away. Do we think they've asked him before? Like, what can we read into what we know about Mark Zuckerberg and this? Well, I think one thing was that Zuckerberg really acknowledged that Harvard, despite not having graduated from there, had a profound impact on his life. That is where he built Facebook. That is where he met the love of his life, Priscilla Chan. So I don't know what went through on his mind when yeah, he got I'm the just call. I'm curious, but so curious about I would, it. I mean, I know we don't know, but... I would think based on it, just the way you could tell his enthusiasm and love for the school came across in the speech that it would have been an absolute yes. And he was so proud of getting in. We, we, uh, leading was, up yes. to the speech, he released those uh, clips of uh, th him finding out the moment that he got in, and he talked about that. Right, and I felt like there was a lot of hype leading up to the speech. Of We had the Facebook Live in his dorm room, uh, kind of almost reliving the movie The Social Network. And then he also acknowledged it to his parents, and his mom was nodding as he said this, that their, their most proud moment of him wasn't building Facebook, it was getting into Harvard. So do you, were you near his parents? Did you get to see them at all? Or were no, they you just could see totally them on the, on the uh, video screens. They also were in ponchos, right? I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I believe that I got a, a glimpse of them. But they did take a nice picture of him with his new diploma. Yes. And he got to be called doctor also. That's right, he got a doctorate, an honorary doctorate. So uh, no idea if he's going to go by that uh, officially now. Well, his wife definitely is Dr. Priscilla Chan. A real doctor. A real doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Not an honorary doctor. Yeah. Uh, Julia, do you remember who spoke at your 
commencement? I do. John Grisham, the author. Uh, any comparison? You know, I don't remember everything. <laughs> it was 2010, but the one thing I do remember is he talked about being true to yourself and being authentic. And that's a simple message. Most of the time, you're just going to take away one or two key things. So I think for Mark, it's finding a purpose, but finding a purpose that is bigger than yourself. And that also means connecting with the rest of your generation. It's not just an individual journey. It's a collective. Julia LaRoche, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for going up to Cambridge so that we could uh, hear about your very wet and soggy trip. Did you get any Pinocchio's pizza? I did not. I didn't know where to go. I, I went to oh. uh, the Russell House Tavern. That was the recommendation I was given. Next time you have to go to Pinocchio's. Zuckerberg called it out in his speech, but he said Noke, so people probably didn't know where to go. Oh. But that is definitely the best uh, pizza and steak and cheese in Cambridge. Julia, thanks again. Thank you. I'm Jen Rogers, and you've been listening to Yahoo Finance's weekly podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Mm -hmm.